I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of The Alter Tapes. It's Cat Daddy, one half a girl that's scary, and I'm in this thing with my friend Joe. Joe, tell about yourself, because we already know. Hello, I'm Joe Lipset. I'm from the Horror Queers and White Ladies in Crisis and a million other things. But Cat, I'm so excited. You and I have never had a solo conversation before. We have not, and I am smiling so hard. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh boy. Well, I brought us like the lightest slash darkest short I think I've watched for the altar tapes yet. Ooh. And I'm ready because this was a journey. I was saying briefly for all of those that are listening um, before we hit record that I usually doodle in my notes and the mm-hmm. doodle I was going to put this time was pretty dark. So I, I opted not to do it. However, I'm still excited to talk about this. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about this week? Okay, so this week we are talking about the 2019 short Childer um, by Eslin. I'm so sorry if I ruined everybody's name. A. Clark. Check it out. Yeah. So this is an interesting one. I I like always skim through the ultra shorts and I'm kind of like, okay, does this look like something I'm interested in? Is there like neat imagery something that's catching my attention and this one really hooked me right from the very beginning okay well let's get into that like this was your choice you brought to me we brought each other a lot of well a few choices i had a couple Mm -hmm. in my pocket but i was going slow back um but (laughs) what drew you in about this because when you look at it like in the still it looks like it could just be anything i also Mm -hmm. saw in a different kind of link that it won a couple awards how exciting Ooh, but The way it plays out, and I'm a go in blind type of person, the way it plays out didn't didn't look like what was going on in the still. So what drew you in? So 
I mean, typically what ends up happening is I'll watch one and then because it's Alter and they've got a million of these, it'll just be like autoplay the next one or it'll have a list down the side. So yeah, I'm always looking at the thumbnails to kind of see like, oh, what's this one about? And that mm-hmm. bit me in the ass when I recorded with Bobby for our episode on posies because the mm-hmm. still was actually from the very last shot of the short. It's like the money shot. So I was glad they didn't do that with this. But when I hit play on this, it gives off this interesting fairy tale vibe. Like mm-hmm. it's a woman and her young son. They're living isolated out in this kind of like wooded cabin. But I like that we were immediately getting, it's not a framing device, but it's a structural device of counting the dates towards Halloween. But it looks like a storybook kind of calendar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I'm kind of into this vibe right now. I'm walking with you. That's kind of how I'm so glad you chose this because I was like oh there's like title card when it pops up it's so yeah. pleasant and it's like October 28th October 29th October mm-hmm. 30th and then like I actually just looking at the cards themselves with the date and just the the picture that's depicted like the hand and mm-hmm. everything's kind of covered in vines the vines seem to be a bit more thicker as time went on to me I wear yes. glasses so that's what it looked like to me um, but and then of course as is happening, like you see some things that's happening to our lead character or one of our leads, the mom, and mm-hmm. they're kind of mirroring what's happening in these title cards. So I'm like, okay, yeah. girl, is this happening to you? Is this in your mind? What's going on? Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, folks, if you have not watched the short, and I would recommend it, even though it does run on the slightly lengthier side, it's like approximately 18, 19 minutes. But what we see is that this woman is a neat freak and she's got. A frankly lovely looking young child. He's quite excitable, but also he listens to her, but she does not want him to get dirty. She does not want him to go play. She does not want him to track dirt into this house. And you think, oh, it's just going to be that she's like a neat freak. And that'll be where the, the short goes. And it goes into such a darker, more nefarious place as you go on because one of the very first lines is that it's talking about the cabbages that grow in her garden so like there's this environmental kind of return to nature thing going and as the short plays out you realize oh shit there's way more to that than initially meets the eye all of the s to the things it, it, mm, mm. Mm. I immediately wrote in my notes the first is like oh she's really pressed about keeping things clean and they yes. make that a point Mm-hmm. immediately out the gate whether when she's hanging her linens on the line and they're crisp white sheets yep. and people who like I don't even really see any other color linens that exist like a comforter that's a darker color so for me when people have crisp white linens that already tells me that you have a level of cleanliness about mm-hmm. yourself because white sheets ooh, the dirt you're just up. asking for it right Right. And then um, there's a scene where she's like aggressively scrubbing an already kind of oh, clean yeah. bathtub. And you uh-huh, know it's clean because uh-huh. you can hear it squeaking. And I'm like, ma'am, yes. put the bleach away. So mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it's to an extreme level to the point where I was even like, wait, what does she do for work? Like we never see her leave the house. She she almost seems to be slightly agoraphobic. Like she doesn't want to even go into the yard. And mm-hmm. that's before we realize that there are, I, I think the description says that there are children living in the woods. Another one, I think on the Alter YouTube channel says it's feral children. Mm-hmm. But basically she's being hounded and 
goaded by these four children who they throw mud at her and they try to lure her son out to come and play with them and you're like wait so she's a neat freak she's obviously going to come down on this kid and we've got these other children who are up to no good but it could all be in her mind like what the fuck is going on in this short right and then immediate like me and my brain this is probably about five minutes in I immediately say out loud, something is off about her. Mm-hmm, She's a little mm-hmm. too fixated on these children in the yard, like more than normal. Like I get it. You know, there's naughty children in the yard. Kids will be kids. You know, they're going to, you know, just fuck around and throw things at you. That's oh, what sure. they do. Yeah. But she's really upset about these children. But then she kind of seems like she's afraid of them too. Like the mm-hmm. way she just like looks at them and doesn't really turn her back to them. Like she kind of backs away. Um, yes. She's very adamant about her son, Mark, not playing with them at all. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you know, him staying clean. And even when the postman comes and he kind of just comes on a regular like chit chat moment. But then we see yep. him later towards the end of the short where he is has helped Mark with him losing a tooth. But then she makes a point about it being dirty because there's blood everywhere. Like mm-hmm. another red flag because she was extremely vexed. And I'm like, OK, you were that mad where you're like, girl, I don't want no mail. I don't want you on my yard. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody here. It's a red flag for me. Yeah, I mean, that moment, so her her son is playing the shortest from Ireland, so it's not something I was super familiar with, although we definitely had it. It's like a ball attached to a cord attached to like a pole, and you just like swing the ball around. Uh sports um like a like a like a net like I, you can't see my hands like, you know, like i you, know we're both trying to make the motions right the now cup, like the cup ball cup or like a paddle ball like it's almost like that right except that it's person size so obviously oh. what has happened is that mark has been playing with throwing this ball around and it has struck him in the face and that's how he's lost to two and you would think you know like as a society we're deemed to be a very reactionary when children mm-hmm. hurt themselves. So I expected her to run in and be like, oh my God, my my child, what has happened? The mailman is looking after you. And instead, all she wants to do is complain about the blood on the floor and how there's a strange man in her house. And you're just right. like, ooh, her priorities are messed up. Exactly. I'm like, where? Oh, okay. So, like once again, red flag. Backing mm-hmm. up two steps. Is it like personal tetherball? I am. <laughs> yes, it's tetherball. That's what it is. It's tetherball. <laughs> okay. It's like, okay, it's portable tetherball. Okay. I'm really just trying to. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to keep her in my thoughts. That's what I was doing this whole movie. Just squinting my eyes because I'm like, okay, she's not okay. I'm glad you Mm-mm. brought up agoraphobia because I also was like, she, like you said, she doesn't leave the house. She's very just, I'm watching the yard, making sure these kids aren't coming close. I'm just mm-hmm. barely leaving the perimeter. I don't even go in the woods myself. Like, she's just like, mm-mm. But then it tells me there's something else going on here. There's something she's trying to evade or hide from in the woods. Yes. And then, you know, when the, the children come up close, one time she's in the yard, we get the scene where they present her with a frog. Mm-hmm. And you hear the frog first. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you know, take that frog up out of here. And one of the children make a, a statement about like my sister kissed a frog once. She's dead now. Me, yeah. I wanted to throw fifty red flags on the ground. I said, okay, okay, <laughs> what is this? And I immediately yelled out, "These children are a figment of her imagination, or they're ghosts." Mm-hmm. So it's important that you brought up ghosts because we're counting the days down to Halloween and Mark has indicated to his mother, oh, we're doing dress up for Halloween. And initially she's just like, no, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Just 
shuts it down completely. And then he lays out all of these elaborate costumes, which clearly she will not help him with. So she settles on Ghost. Mm -hmm. So she fashions him this costume and he doesn't think it's scary. And she's like, no, it is scary. And it's not just for girls and this other stuff. But you're like, wait, the dialogue and the wording in this short are cueing me. There is a relationship here. So yeah, as soon as I heard the frog, you know, she she kissed the frog. Now she's dead. She's a ghost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, and we're doing a ghost costume for this boy. Oh, no. Yep. And I'm like, okay. Here's another thing that stood out for me. Whenever Mark mentions other children mm-hmm. like mom always cuts him off mid- mid-sentence yes. and he's like yeah no, the, ch- the kids at school so mm-hmm. i'm not alone like okay you know he says it again with the conversation around the halloween costume and i'm gonna be honest like it was so obvious his mother did not want to do anything yes <laughs> he's like mom i want to be a firefighter i want to be a knight i ain't trying to be no ghost and she's like okay but you're gonna be a ghost or you're lucky you're even going outside like i just mm-hmm. i don't even know but he says it's the kids at school and I would immediately like, I ain't see you go to school once. You go to school, so... I know. And every time we cover a short, I always think, is it a budgetary constraint? Is it that we only had a certain location? Mm-hmm. But I feel like in this case, Iceland Clark has done a really smart thing by saying, like, yes, we know that Mark technically leaves to go to school each mm-hmm. day, but we are never going to see it because we are fixated with this mother's perspective. So it it feels not just claustrophobic to me, but it also makes us question, like, is he going to school? Is he real? Like, I love the uncertainty with all of this. Right. Exactly. Because I just, you, it, one, I feel like it's just adding more conversation to it. It creates some layers. Like you talk mm-hmm. about it very much like hones in the perspective of the mom. You kind of see the other kid, the kid's perspective, but it's like, no, girl, we just gonna see what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, so I'm like, I know I never see him go to school, but I'm like, I guess he's going. I yeah. don't know, girl. Like, that's fine, but I know damn well you lying to your mother. This ain't got nothing to do with no school. And guess mm-hmm. what? He go right on outside, and when she looks out the window and sees the children all dressed up as woodland animals, I immediately yeah. think, is this the Wicker Man? Oh, I mean, it's on the right side of the <laughs> it's on the right side of the pond for that. Like there's definitely <laughs> some kind of folkloric elements going on for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz yeah. those those costumes are super creepy. Like I I may have clapped in delight at how unnerved I was when you're just like, "Oh shit, these kids are wearing giant threatening like figurine heads." Ooh. I wish you could hear me because I yelled out, girl, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But no, and I love the OG Wicker Man. So I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. And then was wondering, like, is it going to get pagan ritualistic? And I'm like, well, it kind of does. It kind of does. Yeah, but not in the way you would expect, right? Like, I fully thought as we were closing in on the end of the short that it was going to be these children getting retribution on this woman. Like, I thought they were going to set the house on fire. I thought they were going to attack her. And instead, it's her. She's Mm. the agent of violence exactly and then like when we get the scene where she's just one she runs out she runs outside because mm-hmm. she sees you know the kids out front like oh hell no but you right. can tell like she's waiting around all night like all evening i feel like it's well into the night because i mean it was october but it was dark dark 
mm-hmm. when her son returned. And he was, I figured immediately something happened out in the woods. Yeah. Times, I'm so scared of my mom right now. Uh-huh. And not either or, but a combination of the both. And I'm just like, all right, well, something's not right here. And the way she yeah. keeps repeating, like, I told you not to go out with those kids. Like, she is upset. And I'm yes. really scared for this child. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah, because bath time was the worst time that night. Well, it's interesting because he's so trusting of her. Like, he he actually handles her really well throughout most of this. He mm-hmm. never uh, claps back at her. He never gets petulant. Like, he's actually a super sunny child, which I think is actually why the short is so effective for me, because he's not a rambunctious, like, annoying little twerp child. Right. He's like kind of darling he's everything you would want your child to be and yet she is just constantly imposing these rigid rules on him like we'll have to come back to the lunch scene with the egg and the bread but oh yeah it's a lot right so when you see him show up near the end and he is dirty not like oh i got a little scuff on me like he is covered in dirt and you know she's gonna obsess about it so she puts him in the bath and then you're just like Oh, shit. And you hope you don't know where it's going to go. But as soon as we see her with him, I'm just like, wait, how long is left in the short? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see it in his eyes, too. Because the way he looks up at her and mm-hmm. she's just talking and he's just been shaking since he came back, shaking like a leaf. And, you know, her grip on his arm. Yeah. Like, I can already tell she's probably scrubbing, a, like, aggressively trying to scrub that dirt off. Mm-hmm. And the way she just looks at him is just like sobbing. I actually, I like that the camera cut away. Um, yes. I felt like it was very effective. Like, you know, I'm okay with the camera not cutting away. I know what that oh, sounds sure. like. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we like to see a kid die, but this this felt different, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you, you don't have to show me for me to know what's going on. I already knew where this exactly. was going. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, she takes her son's life, but also like, I immediately feel like she's been here before. This is not new for her. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we see her burying the body in the cabbage patch. Mm. So suddenly we're full circle with the beginning of the short. A lot of this imagery of like returning things to the earth or her being threatened by nature. Mm-hmm. A question for you, Kat. Were you counting how many cabbage rolls slash plants there were? Not initially, but Mm -hmm. after I did a dumpster dive into the comments to confirm my theory, and then I went back and said, oh, shit. And not just that, how about the apples in the bowl Uh in the water? Yep. So, Mm -hmm. folks, if you... And I'll confess, I did not spot this either. It was when I started to look into it, too. I was like, holy (laughs) eagle-eyed viewers, like, paying way closer attention than us. Yeah, the the numbers of these vegetables and fruits corresponds directly to the number of these threatening ghost children that we have been seeing. And people immediately drew comparisons like, yeah, this is not the first child she has killed. She has killed those other children. Okay, but I have questions because even (laughs) after, (laughs) like, all right, I'm walking with you, but I've been sitting on this. So mama killed, you know, all my brothers and sisters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just casually going through life. The postman ain't noticed these kids is gone. These are not all neighborhood kids. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm scared for everyone. 
because <laughs> is this a new postman? Like, I know I have to suspend my disbelief, but also like, damn, she getting these kids up out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that lends something to the sort of unnatural air of the short. Like, it has, I, I feel like I've used the word fairy tale a couple of times, and that's because this feels like the witch's cottage in the woods to me. Like, it's the mm-hmm. dark house where bad things happen. And I I almost got the sense that time is passing differently or things play out in an unnatural sense. And that's kind of how I explain some of the logistical inconsistencies like mm-hmm. who is she having these children with yeah like how come the postman doesn't realize that she's done this before or why isn't he more worried for her her new son so i i kind of took it as like oh i wonder if this is almost like the krampus snow globe where mm. she just does this over and over again and then a new child appears and the cycle repeats I love that theory because that answers so many questions in my brain. I, I immediately <laughs> wanted to give the postman the milkman badge. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just where I was going. I was like, maybe, you know, they're getting a little close and she just tired of him coming over here and asking questions. That's what I was going to go with. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, we could read him as a new figure in their life because he's mm-hmm. obviously attracted to her, right? Like he invites her to come to the wine book club at the local library mm-hmm. and she's like... I don't read and I don't drink wine. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. And you're just like, bitch, he's he's asking you out. <laughs> like, it's not about the liquid. But I got the impression that he was like new on this route. And that's why he was trying to make moves on her. So I was like, oh, maybe someone has seen this before, but they're not on this job anymore. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Especially because, you know... <sighs> He, he wants to know, he tries to inquire a lot about her, like what you were saying. And you know what I really like that kind of just rubbed me the wrong way? I really like that he was trying to care for the son. And what yeah. rubbed me the wrong way is that she was like, girl, get the hell out of my house. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, you're not well. And then for good measure, she immediately puts up a sign that says, no post, no trespassing. You're just like, oh my God, bitch, you were trying to cut yourself off from everyone. This poor boy. <laughs> exactly me send help please get mark like i (laughs) i need y'all to help him i'm scared someone look after this child please and they seem to live like off a a you know we can't really see the road but Mm -hmm. she seems to live far off the road like her property seems to be on like a winding road somewhere in the cut somewhere but she's back off in the back back another Mm -hmm. red flag because how mark supposed to get to the curb yep oh yeah like it it definitely seems like she wants to live this perfect ideal fantasy life and it's impossible because hey it's a child you're mm-hmm. never going to be able to keep a child clean and i love that we can spot these red flags right from these opening shots like, even if we don't always know where the short is going to go it's so obvious that she has a kind of malicious intent but she's not a mustache twirling villain or anything like in some ways i feel really bad for this mother and i think that the actress dorothy duffy is doing a really good job at conveying like this woman has mental health issues and no one has ever checked on her or helped her to recognize like you're not okay 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because as I'm watching this, I'm like, all right, let me go through the rolodex of things that I know moms right. have going. I'm like, does she like have Munchausen syndrome? Like, mm-hmm. is she, you know, postpartum? Like, because some of them kids look kind of young, and yes. you know, postpartum can last for a very long time. Like, it doesn't just stop because your child is an infant. Right. Um, I'm like, something is going on that was going unchecked, and it's gone a little too far. And that's before things went super left. Because I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. okay, okay, so. I would love to see more. I got to check out this other short, The Devil's Doorway. I know yeah. it probably has nothing to do with this, but I need it. I know. I That's actually one of my favorite things is when you like extend the accordion uh, to find out more information about the short when they're like, she has another short. And you're just like, uh, ding, ding, ding. Yes, let me click that because I need more of this. But I did not actually click the link because I'm going to maybe save that for another time. Mm-hmm. But Kat, I'm curious would you have liked to see a longer version of this a different version of this what are your thoughts on that i feel like this was just right okay i feel like it wasn't too short it wasn't too long it told everything it needed to tell and then also it left me wanting more so it was very effective Hmm. Yeah, this was interesting because I feel like we had two different options and they were both on the slightly longer side in terms mm-hmm. of shorts. But I was completely fixated the whole time. Like I was super happy that this was as long as it was because I really ended up enjoying, well, enjoying in quotation marks, <laughs> um, enjoying my time in this world. Yeah, I okay. If anything, maybe I would. Lo- I always say this. I would mm-hmm. love like maybe a companion piece, or maybe like if you want to take, you don't have to, but like a quick like little oop, little like couple sentence blurb or a haiku. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But it, like I said, it was perfect. Anything else would have been too long. Although I would have still kept watching, but this was good. <laughs> so I'm curious. Like, could you imagine this as a feature film? Because I do kind of feel like. You know, you were mentioning The Wicker Man, and Mm -hmm. I think that you could kind of extend some of the pagan folklore, like, throw this into that time loop that I was talking about earlier, like, let's see her do this maybe a couple of times, or uh, maybe she degrades over time and she becomes almost like a witch-like figure or something. Yes, I would love to see that, and I can see this happening. I also thought of Coco di Coco Da, not gonna spoil <gasps> oh that too much. God, cat, yes. yes. Oh, I fucking yes. love that movie so much. Especially when you were talking about that time loop. And I was like, oh my God, if Mark is stuck in a Coco di Coco da situation, I'm gonna keep him mm-hmm. my thoughts. Or whoever comes next or whatever. But yeah, no, I can see the vision. I can definitely see this being a feature length type situation. And honestly, like, you can still keep it short and sweet. It could be mm-hmm. an hour long. And I feel like, you know, I feel like a more people more people more creatives need to trust in you telling a complete feature length air quotes story mm-hmm. in under 60 minutes. I think you can do it. We all saw host, so you can do it. I was literally just thinking about host and even like the number of films that I've seen now where they are. Yeah. Like 82 minutes, 87 minutes, but they are packing everything into it. Like not a minute wasted, like, give me surreal, give me, like, fantastical imagery, give me just, like, rich textures, but make it worthwhile, and I'm all in on you. You know, one of the reasons that this ended up working for us is because at the end of the day, it's a really interesting character study, mm-hmm. and the two lead actors, so I mentioned Dorothy Duffy as the mom, but 
I think the the child who plays Mark, Luke Walford, hmm. he was really impressive. Like, I think child acting can go really, really fucking bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think he plays off her so well that I, yeah, I definitely would have enjoyed getting to see more of that relationship kind of stretched out over time. Absolutely. It was believable. I believe that child was scared. Mm -hmm. I believe that child was seeking his mom, air quotes, approval. I believe him. It gives you, it could be touch and go. Like kids are like, I'm a kid. I'm just doing stuff. But Mm -hmm. it felt like, you know, they were kin. You could tell that the chemistry was there and I live for that. I would love to see them do something else in a different role, perhaps. Oh, that'd be interesting too. Yeah, because I feel like we always talk about whether or not the story itself should be extended or, or done differently. And... I never stopped to consider, oh, I'd love to see these two in different roles, but getting to like see if the chemistry is still there or like playing off of each other, because clearly something is working between these two actors. Right. And you know what? I feel like we can keep this up, but you know, we're just going to have to hold on to our butts, honestly, truly. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, okay. Any other final thoughts on Childer? Y'all need to go ahead and press play on that on altar. That's it. Right. Yes. As always, watch the damn shorts, people. They're really enjoyable. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, so Kat, if people want to talk more about the short with you or any other altar shorts, how would they get a hold of you? Yes. Well, you can pull up on me. Y'all always can pull up on the Girl That's Scary Twitter page and the Instagram, literally Mm -hmm. at Girl That's Scary. Um, I'm always answering there or jazz. And honestly, jazz has probably seen this short too. So we about to all just talk about it together. Like group, we love group (laughs) projects. Um, so yes, pull up there to find me and chat with me on all the things. And, uh, yes, I, we have to do this again. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Because you and I have already identified another short we want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ah. excitement um well in the meantime if folks want to get a hold of me i can be reached at b stole my remote and that's the letter b and you can also hear me talking horror queers every wednesday and that's at horror queers so yeah this is another entry in the altar tapes yes i mean yeah folks just go out there watch some shorts and then message us with the good ones because i would love to engage in more conversations with people about these i mean honestly at this point i have just joined the rest of our of y'all slash us and we're i'm just forcing alter shorts down people's throats at this point so mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. into it get into it <laughs> yes oh and shout out to annette to the anatomy of a screen pod squad Shout out yes, to y'all. yes, for hosting the pod, as always. Uh, go and check out some of the other programs on the show. Uh, but until then, yeah, go watch some shorts. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Scream Pod Squad. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.